again and welcome to another episode of SDGC Dual Daddies. I believe this is episode five. Um, I'm sure that uh, I will I will figure it out when we're done recording here. And five, six, who cares? It's it, it's Dual Daddies. Our uh, our other Dual Daddy still is on Baby Leave. <coughs> Excuse me. So I am once again joined by <coughs> by another very wonderful daddy, Amanda Farrow. Hello, Hi. Amanda. Hi, I love being a daddy. This is the I know, greatest thing ever. It's the best, isn't it? I being love it daddy, so much. Being a daddy, fucking. I'll tell you what, you are a fantastic daddy. Thank you. You have you have powerful mom and dad energy. I like this for me. You I'm do. gonna own you, this. You, you truly do. You truly and and like like we talk a lot about about Amanda's like you know mama bear energy, right? And it's it's to the point where like I am I'm gonna be 41 in uh in august which is really weird to say and you're younger than me yet i still feel like you're i still feel like you're a mom it's true i'm everyone's mom yeah yeah that's true yeah that's because i take care of everyone that's my job really it really does feel like that um but also i can beat up other dads you absolutely can (laughs) that's why that's why i will never fight you uh irl we would never fight gonna, anyway. We would hug fight. We, we would absolutely. We're in hug yeah. fight. We're in no, hug club. It, hug club. Hug <laughs> club. Amanda, the first rule of hug club is you absolutely talk about hug club. You talk about it, in fact, obsessively. So we are in hug club, and hug club is for hugging consensually. The second rule of hug club is you absolutely talk about hug club. <laughs> like, and the eighth and final rule: if this is your first night at hug club. You don't have to hug anybody if you're not comfortable or if you're nope. or if you just want to maintain your distance. We will respect your choice. That's okay. We'll just hug each other <laughs> consensually. It'll be beautiful. <laughs> I love hug clubs. It's my favorite. If you, if you think for one second I'm not getting hug club t-shirts made and passing them out the next time we're all together, like you're fucking you're high. Like that's absolutely some shit that's going to go down. I believe uh, this. Not, uh, at the next PAX in, in 2026. Um, oh, it's too far away. I Don't know, do that to r- my heart. <laughs> oh, it hurts. I, I, I have a good feeling that PAX is going to be back next year. I Me think. too. Me too. Like, PAX East is I coming am, back. I we're going to go freeze East, our. Yeah. We're going to go freeze our nips off in Boston. Yep. <laughs> in but you know, what? I'm going to love. I'm going to love every second of it because it'll it's have been be beautiful. Two years at that point. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Wow. That's a lot. Like, when, you, when you actually think about it in those terms, like holy shit. I haven't but been also, on an airplane in a long time. PAX East is going to be a fucking mess next year too. So many people are going to be so there. much partying. Like it's going to be. It's going to be messy. I, I can't. I might actually come a day early just to get my just like like just to get my groove on because yeah. I'm going to need it. It's going to be a time. Today. Oh yeah, it is. Hmm. So we could talk about Hug Club and and PAX all night, but unfortunately, work must intrude and. As always on Dual Daddies, you know that we talk about two topics that are near and dear to our hearts, uh, gaming and parenting. Uh, And as uh, parents of gamers, uh, we have a lot to say on that topic. Um, And this is a place where we try to find the balance. And Amanda has a really cool topic that she wants to talk about tonight. Uh, So Amanda, why don't you go ahead and kick us off here? Awesome. So I would like to talk about the complexities of screen time across maturity levels. So the kinds of challenges that we've encountered as parents with smaller children, with younger children, when they were like preschoolers, pre-readers, all the way up to like I have a 17-year-old. So 
I want to talk a lot about, you know, how you've handled screen time rules and how I handle screen time rules across my four children and maybe dig a little bit into like giving some practical tips for folks that, you know, are like, okay, but what do I do? (laughs) So, you know, this is something that I struggle with every time we have my son. For anybody who doesn't know, uh, my son lives with his biological mother, and my wife and I get him two weekends out of every month, which is nowhere near enough. But you know, you 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 play the hand that life gives you. Um, and my son, just like me, <coughs> is an avid gamer. Very right now, his thing is Monster Hunter Rise. Like he's mm-hmm. got like a hundred hours in Monster Hunter Rise. He also has over a thousand hours in Fortnite on his Switch. Whoa. Um, so, so this topic is so this now, of course, that's accumulated over several years, but sure. still a thousand hours in, in, in Fortnite. <coughs> I um, have nothing uh, but respect for your kiddo. A uh, hundred hours in, uh, in Monster Hunter Rise. Um, he plays a lot of Splatoon. He's a big Nintendo kid. Um, and he's just like his dad. You know, he, he loves this stuff. And so as a father who doesn't get anywhere near the amount of time with his child that, that, that he want that he would like. Of course, I want him to share my hobbies, right? Like, I want him to share sure. my love of games. Um, so, at the same time, I understand that there still needs to be rules set. There needs to be boundaries set. And so, I have to limit that screen time. And I find myself having difficulty with that. Because b- gaming is something that my son and I bond over. Whether we're sitting next to each other or... Whether we're on a Discord voice call and he's at his mom's house and I'm here, right? Like, you know, it's difficult for someone like me because I, I understand that at, you know, 1030 when he's at home, he's supposed to be, you know, no electronics. Like right? winding down. Right, right. Yeah. But if I'll get a voice call like, Dad, do you want to play some? Dad, will you hunt Raknakadaki with me in, Ooh, in Monster Hunter? But how do you say no to that? And And I'm like... Oh, responsible. Okay. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, okay. Just, you know, and I, and like, I, and I understand that that's not the best, that's not the best, it's not the best. We're not parenting. here to judge. Yeah. We're not like, here to like, judge. You know, cause technically I'm helping him break a rule, but at the same time, like that's just more time that I can spend with him that I wouldn't normally have. Um, and so I tend to be a little more stringent when he's here. Because I have all day with him, I have all weekend with him, um, and I feel like I find myself feeling guilty about it. But you know, because technically at his mom's house he is breaking the rules when he does that, and I'm kind of aiding and abetting in it. Um, but I mean, you know, I feel like I mean, this. I, 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 mean, I feel I'll like this you. kind of splits some atoms here, though. Right? Like, like, can I? That's relatable, right? It's relatable. Like, yeah. I think so. And I think that, you know, when when our family was split apart um, for that short period of time, you know, when we were living on the West Coast and the footers were living on the East Coast, you know, games were the connective tissue for all of us, including the kiddos. Right. Like I used to play Overwatch with Paul, you know, probably a little bit later than I should have. And I used to play um Goodness gracious, I used to play uh, uh, Until Dawn with Grace over PlayStation SharePlay because Gracie and I share a love of horror. So those were things that we used to do together. And yeah, sometimes it would be a little bit later than than it would normally be because I'm on West Coast time, they were on East Coast time. So I think in service of the greater good of, you know, spending time together as a family, 
you know, bending and breaking rules is kind of part of parenting anyway. You just kind of reformulate things as you go. You reevaluate. But your situation is super tricky because it's not it's not like you and and your wife. It's, you know, you and and you're now you're just your co-parent. And that makes things a little bit more difficult because you're not sharing space. And, you know, I, I think the other wrench that gets thrown into, into that machine is, you know, I'm I'm setting a precedent for him. Like, OK, it's OK for me to stay up, you know, later past my bedtime secretly because I played video games a few times with dad. And that's like absolutely not true. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like you need to, you, you know, it, it's I, I fully get I fully get that it's a little hypocritical for me to say you got to listen to your mom. But at the same time, he's like, hey, dad, you want to play dad? Dad, mom's asleep. Do you want to play? Uh, monster hunter with me and i'm like okay you know like like uh, you know it's a bit hypocritical but at the same time like you said you know like i my circumstances are 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 different from someone else they're challenging you know right and you know I, i hate to say it but like if it gets me to if it lets me spend more time with him doing something that he loves to do and i love to do like you know rules are like bones they're made to be broken and uh i mean honestly the structures of parenting is like a willow tree everything can bend everything should be able to be very flexible but i think that you know what would be a valuable thought exercise is how how would those rules differ for you if your kiddo were with you a hundred percent of the time or close to a hundred percent of the time i mean i think i would be a lot more you know i'd be a lot more stringent right like you know Okay, it's ten thirty. Time to power down all the electronic devices and wind down and uh, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but that's you know that's speaking from the mindset of somebody who has the luxury of being there twenty four seven. You know, so I and like look, like I would love that to be the case. <laughs> you know, but I'm sure. Unfortunately, my re- that's just never going to be my reality. And you know, I accepted that a long time ago. Um, and, but, you know, at the same time, you know, it's something that has drawn my son and I even closer. Um, mm. Although I will say he's pretty balanced uh, when he's here and we tell him to, like, you know, put a switch down, you know, or turn off his PS5 because we're either going to do something, we're going to watch a movie, we're going to go out and do something else, whatever. He mm-hmm. is, like, super tuned in. He's like, okay, got it. Which is fantastic. That's Not- That's how you know that whatever boundaries you're putting in place both – you know, with your co-parent and with you and your wife, it's clearly working because there isn't that pushback. Right. I mean, not a not a word of protest. Right. That's amazing. Um, uh, you know, he's like, yes, sir. Let's go. Let's do it. Right. Because he knows that, you know, I mean, your time together li- is physically finite. Right. Exactly. And, you know, and also, you know, he's like, you know, he will constantly brag to his to his friends like, you know, you should see my dad's my dad's office like, you know, and he shows them pictures and they're like, oh, my God, I wish my dad was like that. So the things that my son, my son often tells his friends, too, is he's just like my mom's a streamer. It's the which coolest is, which thing. Is, my, my son asked me recently, he said, Dad, now that I'm 13, can I have a Twitch channel and stream some games? And I was like, don't you ever say that. Don't you ever say that. <laughs> and I was like, no, son. No, Amanda you don't has want thoughts that. on that. You don't Amanda want that, thoughts. son. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, it it's one of those things where, uh, yeah, like I, I I just you know I 
you have to value every minute um mm-hmm. and, and and take every take every single second that you get that you can get um now i will say when it comes to screen time um we have had some issues with the iphone uh oh. because because he has his first girlfriend now uh oh bless he has his first girlfriend now that's so and cute. Do they play Fortnite together? They play all kinds of stuff together. And oh my gosh! He'll be talking on the phone downstairs, and I'll come, you know, because his bedroom's in the basement, you know, because he's thirteen, he needs some privacy, you know. Um, and uh, I w- I'll walk down the stairs, and he'll be talking to his girlfriend, and he'll get real quiet, and I'll walk in, I'll be like, "What's up?" And he's like, "Hi, Dad." <laughs> no, it's literally like, "Dad, good to see you." And I'm just like, "What you doing?" He's like, "Nothing." And I'm like, yeah, be oh. cool, Dad. I'm like, oh, okay. I know, I know damn well what he's doing. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. And I'll just I'll go upstairs and like stomp my feet real loud on the floor above him. Um, but uh, but so so we've had an issue with that. Like you know he'll sneak his he'll sneak his iPhone downstairs so he can text with uh, with his girlfriend late at night. Mm. <laughs> and and so you know like and, and so we've had to institute a rule like all right when it's time for bed like when it's ten thirty. The iPhone stays upstairs, and um, and at, like, I'll check it. Like, and we when we first started doing that, like, you know, the next morning I check his phone and I see messages from at like eleven thirty seven at night. I'm like, that little bastard snuck up here and grabbed his phone. <laughs> so I so so I was like, all right, now it's going in our room, and the doors the door is going to be shut, and I'm going to put it in my dresser drawer. And the I way s- is shut, and and the way is shut, and I swear. If I wake up in the middle of the night and you are hovering over my dresser drawers, slowly opening that drawer, it's going to be a dark day in the history of Jaden. <laughs> it's going to be it, it, the pain train is going to drive into the station. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, it's so like when they uh, just a little side story here that I know will make you smile. Um. When they first started dating, um. Apparently, she had a crush on him for a long time. And she told him, uh, I, I, this, this is the truth. She told him, she said, hey, I need your advice. He's like, yeah, what do you need? And she says, well, there's this guy I really like, and I don't know how to, t- I don't know, <clears throat> should I tell him? Or, you know, I'm just really scared to tell him. And he says, well, you know, he says, if you, li- if, if you like this guy, you should just be honest and upfront. And, mm-hmm. you know, you just need to tell him, tell him how you feel. And she goes, okay, I really like you. Oh, stop and, it. And no, 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 Amanda. Amanda, this kid, this kid says, you know what? He says, I like you too. And I really think we should get to know each other better. And I was like, God Tears. Damn, son. That's game. That is game. God right damn, there. son. Like, wh- that is game. I didn't even teach him that. I'm like, wow. I believe that. Like, that is, Kids, wow. man, they come, they come pre-built with game these days. And I'll, I'll tell you what. they're empathetic, incredible creatures. Yeah. He is a handsome kid. Like, like he is Jay- a very handsome young man. Jaden is a handsome. Like I'm not just saying that because he's my son. No, like you have a handsome child. Yeah, like he is. He's a good looking kid. Um, but I, I'm, I could I could literally brag about my kid this entire podcast. Um, but I'm I'm interested. You have a different situation because you have gamers that run that run a a a wide age range. You have children yes. that it, it, like the age the age gap there is significant. Banana um, pants. And and so I, I I wonder if 
like so obviously your teenagers are going to have a different set of rules than your little ones yes um and how do you one is there is there resentment there from your little ones directed at your at your oldest and two how do you how do you explain that how do you how do you juggle that so no there isn't any there isn't any resentment between the little ones and Gracie specifically my That's eldest awesome. um Grace is quite a bit older than both of the little ones like Gabe is turning 10 in July and his birthday party is actually on Wednesday. We're having a Super Mario themed birthday. Oh, I'm very fantastic. excited. In a game truck. So I'm the world's best mom. That's fantastic. With big dad, big dad energy because you know That's who's going to be in there playing video games with those kids and schooling them. Of course. This person right here, me. I'm of course. Me. I would expect nothing less. Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to mop the floor with those kids. Um, and it's going to be hilarious. So anyway, so... Uh, Gabe is turning 10 and Vivian is turning nine. Grace is 17. So there's a significant age gap there. So they look at her as like she is one of the other adults in the house. She's an adult adjacent person. So they look at her and they're just like she does like the rules to for Grace do not apply. Right. They will not apply until we're that age. Now, when it comes to um, my second eldest, my NB, they have had a significant amount of trouble with resentment, however, with regards to their older sister and how those screen time rules don't seem fair because we are much more strict with our NB Paul than we were with Grace because they're two very different people. They have two very different two very different sets of needs you know Paul has ADHD and struggles with anxiety and depression and has struggles with screen time addiction so we are not just stringent we are strict like very very strict with Paul in ways that we are not we don't have to be as strict with the other kids and that does create some resentment there because to Paul Paul's like well I'm this age shouldn't I have all of these freedoms and it's like darling we tried that last year and it didn't quite work out the way that any of us intended. So no, yeah. we're pulling back the reins a little bit and we have to reevaluate together. That is how we parent, right? This thing didn't work. Okay, I guess we'll try something else. <laughs> you know, I, I can't even fathom how difficult that is because it's 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 real it really is like I can understand from a young child's perspective how that would be seem like a double standard. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, well, 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 hold on a minute. Like, why are the rules like this person is almost my age? What? Mm -hmm. You know, like, why are the rules different for them, but not for me? Mm -hmm. And uh, then I, and I, I am I imagine overcoming that is still a challenge. Like, is that something that it you've is. been able to solve or no? No, is that it, is an ongoing issue and it's an ongoing conversation. Mostly what we focus on now is less about the comparison and more about different different people have different needs at different individual times. Individual needs. Yeah. So, I mean, and those needs change. They evolve. They grow. They contract. You know, they just people change and their needs change and their desires change and there needs to be room for there needs to be wiggle room, not just for the children, but for the parents, too, for us to be like, you know what? That was a bad policy. We fucked that one up. Let's backpedal a little bit and see if we can see if we can just rejigger how things are supposed to be. Because like I said, you know, the the foundation of how I parent is very willow tree. You know, you cannot break me. 
I am still an immovable object <laughs> and I will still I will still bend in the wind and, you know, adapt where I need to and make sure that whatever that that I'm doing that I propose to the other parents, because there are three other parents to also bring into the Council of Elders, essentially, which is yeah, the Council of Parents is actually something we've called ourselves because <laughs> there's four of us. And we need to reach relative consensus, right? We don't agree on everything, but we do tend to reach consensus and, and make compromises. So those come with all of their own sets of challenges. And with the little ones, we tend to find that you put those boundaries in place once, for the most part, they'll listen and they won't push against them. They'll just be like, you know what? My mother is a literal, literal expert about video games and parenting. She has written for the ESRB. She used to run Super Parent. Like, my mom knows stuff. Cannot seem to convince my NB to give me the same benefit of the doubt, but maybe I'll get there someday. I think you will. I mean, you know, right now, I mean, I mean, look, that that is a young mind that's still developing. And, 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 and so, you know, every, like when you're a kid, when you're that young, 70% of shit seems unfair. Oh, it does. It I just, remember. It, ju- it just does. You know, like I can relate to that. You know, mm-hmm. like why can't like why do I have to go to bed now? Like it, like it literally let me stay up fifteen minutes. Like, like who gives? Like who cares? Like it's like you know, what does it matter? There's it, no cops it here. Yeah, it it does not matter. I'm in my room. I've got a CRT television on my floor. That's how I used to do it. And it's like you know, and and sure, would I get up and power on my Super Nintendo and my PlayStation One when my parents went to bed? Oh fuck yes, I would. Um, I mean, obviously, but then there would be those telltale signs of like, oh, you stayed up too late and you're an absolute nightmare the next day. Uh Oh, guess that TV is coming out. Well, I also I I feel like it was easier for us to get away with it because we didn't have switches and iPhones and there wasn't a there wasn't a digital paper trail for anything we were doing. As long as we could generally be ourselves in the morning. Yeah, like that was the thing is like if you were able to keep it together in the morning, you know, that made all the difference. And I'm not going to lie to you and say, like, I didn't do stuff like that. Oh, but I did for me, like that all the time. But for me, it wasn't about like getting up and playing video games because when like how I was raised, my dad's a gamer. So video games were not just part of my everyday. They were a part of the way that I connected with my dad, much like my kids connect with me, much like Jaden connects with you. So that is multi-generational at this point. So I didn't worry so much about the video games because I knew the video games would be there the next day. What I worried about was, am I going to miss my episode of The X-Files? Ooh, yeah. I used to watch X-Files too. I used to watch, like, listen... I missed so much. It was like 1998. I could not be stopped. I was watching these on rerun on the sci-fi channel in Canada, and they were always on at two o'clock in the morning. So I would set my alarm. I would get up. I would watch it, and then I'd go back to bed. I remember, I think, the two the, the two or three episodes of The X-Files that would, that would truly creep me out to the point where I was like, oh, Jesus, was the one with the guy whose whole body was like a tumor and oh, kept, yeah. kept growing back, and he would like soak in a tub of iodine. Yeah, and, that was uh, Tombs. That guy and the one where there was an insect creature pretending to be human. And Oh uh, right. He was turning people that one into was zombies. Terrifying. Yeah. That one was so scary. Yeah. I, I vividly remember those two episodes. Um Yeah, yeah. Those are yeah, so that was me when I was younger is I would I would get up for that stuff. Or my brother and I, like we had a standing date when we were when we were teenagers. We would have Friday nights where it was just like parents go away. That's Stephen awesome. and I are gonna, you know, we're gonna hang out. We're gonna we're play gonna video games. 
no parents allowed. You know, even my ga- even my gamer father was just like, oh, you mean I'm not allowed? I'm like, no, we're playing Silent Hill. Get out of here. Ooh, yeah. See, like, see, come on. Like, you are one of those rare cases where, like, you know, back, like, you know, back in the day, like, you know, let's face it, 20 years ago, there weren't a lot of gamer parents. There just no, weren't. they um, didn't exist. My dad was like, like the only one. He was the only one I've ever heard of. Um, yeah, but but now and my that, dad's friends who had kids. That right. was it. And you know, now that gaming is such a because back then it was still it was still you know it was a toy. It was something for kids. Um, it you made know, you weird if you were an yeah, adult to play now, games. Now it's su- it's such a part of the cultural zeitgeist. That, oh, that you using the terms cultural zeitgeist makes me so happy. I it, say that it, all the time. Yeah, like that's that's exactly what it is. And now all those kids who were weird for playing video games are parents now. Oh, and, yeah. And if you and, and if you play games and your dad or your mom are a gamer, you're fucking cool as shit. Oh, yeah. Like, like you sure. are you are cool as fucking hell. Like there is nobody cooler at school than the kid who is the best at Fortnite or Apex Legends. There's nobody fucking cooler. And Except for the kid that's amazing at Minecraft, because that's yes. my son. My son is amazing at Minecraft. That kid can build things, and I'm like, how? I played. How you hour, do? I played an hour of Minecraft once, and I was like, this is too much for me. Like, I I can't. So I'm many digs and builds. I can't do it. And you know, it, it is it is so funny to me the way those cultural tables have kind of turned. Yeah, um, it's interesting. Uh, you know, yeah, like, uh, you know, I I used to wonder, you know, when I was, you know, when I was, you know, 15, 16, I used to wonder, you know, man, like, you know, I wonder if I'll still pl- be playing games when I'm in my 30s, 40s. And the answer is, yep. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. until my hands are too crippled to hold a controller. And even then, hopefully there will be some kind of neural interface because let's be real, if there's a way for me to connect to the internet at all times, I'm a stick one in the back of my head. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm I gonna to- create I need a neural net. I'm just saying. I told my son, you know, I, I was like, you know, I was like, I tell you all the time, enjoy your youth, but at the same time, being in your thirties and forties, like, it's kind of awesome, dude, because I generally get to do whatever the fuck I want. And I got to tell you, it's a lot of fun. He says, man, I can't wait till I can do whatever I want. And I was like, your time, I was like, your time will come. I have the complete opposite conversations with my children. They're just like, <laughs> we want to be grownups. I'm like, listen, it is a barren wasteland out there. You don't want this. Enjoy there, being there a are, child. There are definite aspects of it. I, I, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, you know, he'll be doing something and, you know, whatever, having fun. And I'm like, if you think that's fun, wait till you're paying a mortgage, my man. And he's like, what's that? And I was like, and I, and I was like, oh, you'll find out. You'll find out. About, That's the real I, game I, I, of life. I was like, you'll find out about mortgages and setting up your 401k and, you know, and getting good, getting good insurance and finding a job with good benefits. I was, and, you know, maintaining a house. I was like, trust me, dude, the fun is coming. The fun. But I was like, I was like, but also at the same time, like. Chores as an ARG. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, like I, I still to this day find myself you know to kind of bring it back to screen time i i find myself being pulled you know in in multiple different directions because you know mm-hmm. i want my kid to follow the rules but i also want to spend time with him now i imagine for you well see you have a very interesting situation so you, you have you know two you know you have four parents in that house we do four yes. parents with distinct personalities and i don't believe danielle is much of a gamer right no but like, danielle is also very pro gaming okay um so so how how do the four of you 
sit down like like do you guys have like weekly gamer parent meetings where you just sit down and you're like okay the council is meeting the, here's the, the council the, of elders the council of elders is is meeting i now i now call this meeting to order um, i want to do this know, now yeah, like you know, and like put you should put on some robes and and be like have Mike be like you know the gentleman from the left side of the table would like to make a point of reference, you know. So like, good, Robert. R- Robert's rules that. of order, sir. You know, like so good. You should put on like, and have like those, candles and shit. That's you should perfect. put on some candle, get a gavel and a black robe and one of those old timey British judges' wigs. You know, <gasps> I love it. Yeah. You yeah. won't be able to stop me from doing this now. Now I'm going to do it, and I'm going to drive. I'm going to drive my wife insane. <laughs> you could be the. You could be the chairman of the uh the chairman of the council of elders um and yeah now kind of like elrond in yeah uh, in, in lord of the rings yeah exactly um, yeah absolutely but with like amazing green hair so you do have amazing green hair and he does not i have it's true no hair um so it's true but like like how do you guys like how do you guys come to a consensus on things is there ever like is there ever a point of contention that you guys like roundly disagree on and it takes you some time to hammer it out? Like, you know, okay, well I think, you know, I, you know, I think, you know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like how, how do you guys, how do you guys juggle, juggle those competing opinions and come to a solution that everybody can agree on? It's actually pretty, it's not too bad when it comes to screen time and video games and, and movies and content specifically sometimes there is some stuff that you know our our cultural upbringings are a lot different you know James and I are Canadian Mike and Danielle are American we we do come from very different cultural backgrounds even though everybody thinks of Canada as just like America light it's really not it is a completely different culture so beyond that though beyond some of the cultural differences and some of the parenting opinions around social stuff which even then it's really not that big of a deal for the most part, if there is something that needs to be discussed around screen time, there will be a parent that brings it to the table and says, I've noticed this thing. I am concerned about this thing. What do the other parents think about this thing? Am I losing my noodle? What's happening? And then based on that, we'll go around and we'll talk about it. And any parent that has something that they want to say will just you know, add their voice to it. And then from there, we'll just kind of formulate a plan and not vote on it per se but we'll make sure that we bring any like that anybody can bring their concerns to the table so that we can address them and then make a decision it sounds pretty harmonious actually like like it, it sounds it, it sounds like there's very little you know very little crosstalk needed you know like you guys Mm-mm. seem like you're pretty quick to make come to a decision and, yeah. and stick to it now now do you ever find yourself in regards to screen time do you do you guys ever find like one of your children going to w- another parent being like so listen. oh yes like mm-hmm. like like trying to play both ends all the time the middle? yeah all the time yeah yeah all the time and it happens because my husband that i've been with him for 16 years bless my husband james i love him so much he is the softest motherfucker you will ever meet he's so soft he's so patient he's so sweet and he's just like, but my babies, they want a thing. How do I not give babies thing? And I'm like, all right, listen. <laughs> Here's the thing. You don't, you just don't give it to them. That's, that's how you yeah, do it. Yeah, don't give babies all things. Give babies some things, not all things. And he's actually gotten a lot better because Mike, Danielle, and I are kind of, you know, we're not hard-ass parents, but we are like, we're very consistent. We know the things that work for each of our children and we try to stick to it. 
And it's a philosophical thing. It's not even necessarily, oh, we're going to do the same thing for every child at every point in their development cycle. Like, no, it's about philosophy. That's the philosophical unity, I suppose, among the three of us. And now James is like, oh, I see the benefit of this. And he's he's really, really come into the fold. And for the most part, when the children do that to him now, he's just like, yeah. So what would your mother say? And they're like, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sometimes the boogeyman under the bed. I was wondering. I was wondering if there was like if there were any attempts to play both ends against the middle. Oh uh, yeah. In a household like and 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 I and, and I guess like you know, in a way, when you describe that situation to me, in in a weird way, and bear with me here, it reminds me of that final conversation between Vision and Ultron. Uh, oh, interesting. In in in, in Age of Ultron. Uh, you know when all you know that last Ultron model has escaped, and um, oh no, I'm sorry, it's not it's not the conver- I'm sorry, it's not the conversation between um, Ultron and Vision. I'm getting my wires mixed. It's the conversation between Vision and the rest of the Avengers in Civil War. This is what he said. Oh. He said when he when he said our mere presence, in our mere presence invites challenge, um, and in a way. That's exa- I think that's exactly what's happening there, right? Like, yeah, a little bit. Like, 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 you know, we have four, like, because, you know, I mean, your kids are smart. Kids, are, kids in general oh, are sharp. Yes. All and, children are very intelligent. They're, yeah. they're usually intelligent in different ways, but all kids are smart. And, and, and children can, are also very cunning sometimes. Oh, yes. And, and, and. I have two children, in fact, that are very cunning. Right. Exactly. And. You know, I feel like the more the more parents there are, the more opportunities there are for challenge to to like you know okay this didn't work poke, with poke, right poke. so like you know okay this this didn't work with mom let's go talk to Mike let's go talk to Mike like you know let's go talk yeah to no that would never happen like, really? that would never happen no really? never no because the 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 kids know that especially with me and Mike we are. We are not the same person, but we have almost the exact same philosophy when it comes to screen time and when it comes to parenting, which is I've given you an answer. If you've heard an answer from another parent, there is no wiggle room here. We're backing their play no matter what they said. And sometimes we have to talk about it later and be like, listen, (laughs) maybe that wasn't the right call in the moment, but I wasn't going to undermine you. So. Um, but no, no one does that with, with Mike and no one would dare to do that with Danielle. They only do that with daddy. They only do do that with with James. They only do it with James. Yeah. Yeah. They only do it with James because James is our, he's our sweetie pie. Poor James. He's a sweetheart. You can't fault him. You know, like, I mean, I'm the same way with my son. You know, my son's like, dad, can I do this thing? And I'm like, okay. Just don't. Yeah, tell exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, like, don't don't tell Mama I said or, it was you know, okay. Don't tell. Don't you know? Don't, Dad. Let's watch Alien. You know, he was ten years old. Dad, let's, Dad, let's watch Alien. Oh man. Okay. Don't tell Vicky. <laughs> don't tell Vicky. You know. And we did. We watched. We watched Alien. Uh, in fact, that's actually he, really great. I want to do that when Vivian's ten. He actually just watched Fight Club with me. Uh, the last <gasps> time he was here. Whoa, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a that's like a big milestone. Yeah, in cinema. When he found when when you get that big reveal about Tyler Durden, like he literally like jumped out of his chair and ran out of the room, going ah, like <laughs> like like he couldn't fathom it. <laughs> like I think it broke. I, I think it broke his brain that. a little bit. 
Yeah. The, well, know? that was a pretty mind bending yeah. reveal. And then he runs back in. He's like, it all makes sense now. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was, it's pretty great. It was. It's wild. like the reveal. At the, it's like the reveal at the end of Memento where you're just like, what the? F-? Yeah. Like, no, he, no, <laughs> amazing. I mean, he watches like, you know, he's 13. So we're, we've started him on much more complex movies like uh, like the usual suspects. He just saw the usual oh, suspects. Wow. He loved. He I don't lo- even know if I've seen the usual suspects. He loves cinema. Um, and he and there's a major twist at the end of the usual suspects that I won't spoil here. Um, but <coughs> I mean, like watching, like watching his watching his little mind get blown by stuff like this is is one of my favorite things in the world because he's so. I dramatic. love that with Grace too. He's so That's dramatic about it. Things. He'll like grab his head and like get up and walk around and yell, and he's like, "Ah, my mind is blown." That's, oh my like, gosh. Your son and I are kindred yeah. because that's me yelling at the television screen it's when I'm watching a horror movie or when I'm watching hockey. It's fuck. <laughs> it's 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 it's. Oh, I'll get heated when I watch the Blackhawks. I'll get I'll get mad. Like oh, I know. I always get angry at hockey. That's why I don't watch it very much anymore. But anyway, so like the the screen time angle is it's always up for for debate and discussion among the council of parents, right? It's it's not something we have to revisit on a regular basis, but if we notice behavioral patterns like we had we had recently noticed with our nb with they they were very testy very irritable and i was like is this puberty or is this something else and they'd been sneaking screen time like a significant amount of screen time which was affecting you know was adversely affecting their mental health and so they were it was getting worse and worse and worse their impulse control was getting worse and worse because you know you need sleep to yeah. be able to control your impulses. When and of course, ADD. like, you know, the longer you get away with a thing, the more prone you are to to kind of lose your shit when that thing is taken away from you. Yup. So we ran into some fairly significant troubles with that over the weekend specifically. But the the thing that I continue to tell the other kids, tell all the kids, except for Grace. I don't worry about Grace so much anymore. You know, she's 17. She's going to be an adult soon. Um the things that I tell the the three younger kids is just like, listen, this isn't forever. Like nothing's forever. You just have to like, if I tell you to do a thing and I tell you that this thing is important, I want it to be taken seriously. If I tell you that YouTube is in fact not for children, I need you to respect that I am an authority on that matter and not just, well, my mom's doing the whole video game moral panic thing again. <laughs> no, it's actually not because of that. It is because that is an addictive algorithm and because the algorithm will show you more and more messed up stuff. That's so great. listen to your mother <laughs> when she tells you YouTube is not for children. So uh, so I, to, to kind of wrap it all up here, if you ha- if there were any uh, parents in the audience who walk up to you and said... Amanda, you know, you really know what you're talking about. I, I, and I am one, like, I am having trouble or, or I'm struggling with trying to figure out how to manage my child's screen time because I, you know, I want them to be responsible, but at the same time, I don't want to take away a thing that they obviously love and, and, and obviously helps them cope, uh, in, in several different ways. So, so how do I, how do I balance that or how do I begin or how do I ex- begin to explore? to balance that it starts with conversations and it starts with a lot of listening to begin with and getting to know what it is about the what it is about your child's screen time that makes them so happy that helps them cope and 
pick out the common elements. If you if your child is playing an exorbitant amount of Fortnite because they miss their friends, this is a social issue. And remember that Fortnite isn't just a video game. Fortnite is a digital playground and it is a hangout, right? So there's there's a lot to be said about having access to digital hangout spots. Now, if it is becoming something that is disordered, where it is compulsive, then that's a larger conversation to have with a professional for sure. But if it's about just putting kind boundaries in place, remember that kind boundaries comes with kindness. And kindness is honestly about being empathetic and recognizing that you don't have all the answers and that even whichever answers you have today, they'll change tomorrow because your kid's going to change tomorrow. Your kid's needs are going to change tomorrow. Their maturity level is going to change tomorrow. So those conversations that you have around screen time are really important to get to know what it is that your kid is looking for and what matters to them so that you can help them make better screen time decisions and help them help them to self-regulate because ultimately you don't want to have to police your kid. Like it's not where where we're at with our our second eldest is not great. We don't love that yeah. for for our NB. It's not good for them. It's not good for us. We want them to just police themselves, put boundaries in place that is going to make sense for them because they're a different creature than the two little ones and they're a different creature than their older sister. Ultimately, we want children to just set their own boundaries. And part of that is if they don't set them themselves and they cross boundaries that are clearly hurting them, like safety, physical issues, emotional well-being, that's when we step in and we say, okay, we're in a place now where we have to step in. We have to make this better. We have to put boundaries in place because you are not doing it yourself. You are not policing the content that you're watching or interacting with. You are not policing You know, you're not paying attention to how much time you've spent on a screen. You're not paying attention to when you're going to bed. So we have to do it for you. And then when these habits are formed, then we can hand you back the reins to your own life again and be like, listen, we taught you things. That's literally our entire job is to guide you. So here, take the reins of your life back. We don't want them anymore. (laughs) Please. That's fantastic advice, Amanda. Um, And... uh I feel like as somebody who has struggled with this myself in regards to my son, like this has been, this has been an education for me. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to take some of those things that you have said and try to figure out ways to kind of reshape them and fit them into the puzzle. Uh, that is the, the upbringing of my kid. Um, because you know, you mm-hmm. can never, you know, like, like, like you can never take one set of parenting techniques and immediately nope. just apply them to your kid because everybody's nope. different. Um, everybody's child is different everybody's parenting style is a little bit different from everybody else's and there's a lot to be said for just adapting to whatever makes sense for you and for your child or your children in my case because everybody's different and every parent's different every kid's different every relationship is different you know but the the one thing that I will that I am really firm about is everything needs to come from a place of love not from a place of fear, not from a place of scarcity, not from a place of control and and any of that. You want that to come from a place of, I love you so much. I want you to do this for you. I want this for you to do this for yourself, but I'm going to give you the tools to do it. So we're going to go take this journey together and it's going to suck and it's going to be hard. But you know what? At the end of the day, you're going to be better for it and I'm going to be better for it. That's solid fucking advice. Um 
All right. Well, we will uh, we will go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, Amanda, as always, thank you so much for your wonderful insight. Um, I, I I learned a lot, and I hope everybody listening uh, learned a lot as well. You can learn a lot from listening to Amanda. Trust me, I've been doing it for years. Aww. Um, <laughs> I've been doing it for years. Um, I just want everybody to be happy, ultimately. And happiness is one of those things where if you put boundaries in place for yourself and as as parents, we put boundaries in place for our kids, everybody learns how to thrive. And you just you just got to be the willow tree. I, no, that's a that's a fantastic metaphor. Um, well, this has been episode five. Question of, mark of, of SDGC Dual Daddies. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Please remember to give us a like and leave a comment or a review here. We always appreciate that. It helps the channel a great deal. And don't forget, we go live on twitch.tv slash official SDGC every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, until then, take care of each other. And rem- remember, kindness costs nothing.